Hello everyone, welcome back to Life and Sport Podcast and we're joined by a very special guest at a very special location. We're at Belmore Oval uh, Sports Ground Facilities, home of the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs and we're joined by someone who the fans would definitely say has the bulldog in him. <laughs> um, you know, there's been maybe a bit of hit and miss over the last few years for players with that at the Bulldogs, but you cannot deny Josh Reynolds' love for the club, the place, the culture and everything in between. Thank you very much for joining me today, Josh, and how's your morning been? Yeah, yeah, thanks, mate. You pretty much summed it all up in that uh, the first little phrase. It's uh, There's no place like it, mate. Mm. Uh, obviously, not many people here at the moment, but nah. when it is packed out um, on a Sunday Arvo, it's, it's one of the great suburban grounds, mate, and I've been lucky enough to grow up just around the corner and come to come to many games here. And, yeah. Yeah, it, it's good, mate. It's, it's just so nice to be back here and embracing it and... Yeah, it's, it's going to be a nice way to, you know, sort of finish eventually off. finish off. Yeah. yeah, no, that's awesome. Well, we were just saying off off record just before that a few weeks ago when that really big heat wave in Sydney, you guys were playing at Belmore against the Western Tigers, one of your former clubs, and it was packed out, 17,000 people still managed, even in the sweltering heat. <laughs> like, if that doesn't embody what the Bulldogs are all about, I don't know what does. Well, that's it, mate. They're the most passionate uh, bunch of fans I've ever been a part of, and... Um, they just say that they turn up. You know what? The one thing I will say, like, even if you, you know, you, you don't win a game, you know, and you, just because you got beat on sheer talent or whatever, but you have a crack. That's that's all they want from you. Yeah. That's all you can ask, I suppose. And even on that day, the Tigers game, mate, it was that hot on that hill. I told my fiance, if she didn't want to come, we're all good because I'd understand. <laughs> and that's it. So that's how hot it was. But yeah, that's them, mate. They they show up, and I've I've said it as well. In the past, they're very passionate in the sense of they'll let you know exactly how they feel. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, they'll back you to the hills. Um, yeah. And that's that's what you want in a fan. I'm, I'm you know I'm passionate about everything I do, so yeah. I understand when you know fans you know maybe take that step too far sometimes, but. Yeah, I'd rather that than them not caring. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You'd, honestly, you, you sum that up perfectly. So at what age did you first get into footy? Obviously, growing up in Belmore, it wouldn't be that difficult. <laughs> Mate, it was... I actually, and then I don't know if it's a bit of a fun fact, I started, I started in soccer. Oh, really? I was five. Okay. Yep, I uh, played one year in, in soccer and... Um, didn't Play take... with any big names that are big nowadays? <laughs> no, nah, apparently no. I didn't take enough dives oh. in the first in my first year, so I, I got I got brushed. But no, yeah. se- when I was six, I had a few friends at school that played um, footy, and yep. um, yeah, I, my my whole family loved it. My, my grandfather, my my dad, my, my were they mom. all Bulldogs fans? No, no. no so we mate, we had a big mix. Like we had uh, t- my dad's a Dragons fan, my mum's a Tigers fan, and yep. Um, a couple of my cousins are, are dog sporters, so we had a bit, a bit of everything, mate. Yeah, wow. But, um, yeah, but I um, started when I was six and at the St George Dragons, the yep. junior footy club just up the road. Yep. Uh, and yeah, mate, loved it ever since. Uh, tough competition, tough junior competition to be a part of because it's, um, as you know, it's a very multicultural area. It you, is, you yeah. You come up against some some fairly big boys, you know, <laughs> like me being just a little skinny Aussie fella doing my best. You come up against some some big, you know, Islander boys that are, they, they fill out a bit earlier, you yeah. know, and yep. poor mum was on the sidelines, hoping you petrified. Didn't... Yep, <laughs> but um, I, I think it all, it's all, it all sets you up in a certain. Oh, way, absolutely. You know, I suppose tough, it builds that tough. character, yeah, toughens you up. It yeah. does, mate. So, yeah, and um, that's where it all started, and I sort of just, yeah, didn't look back from there. I loved it. I, I still love the game. I, yeah, uh, I, I live and breathe it. To be honest, I watch yep. constantly. And the few of the boys are laughing at me over in New Zealand because I was. We're eating dinner and 
I was watching all the games on my phone. Oh, like, I watch every game. <laughs> not just, not just you know. Well, sorry to say this in the Bulldogs area, but I'm a Broncos fan. Yeah, okay. Right, but I'm a I'm a rugby league fan first. Broncos fan second. I'll watch all eight games, every bloody round, you yeah. know. And I just like you, I'm a tragic of rugby league. Yeah. And so, my next question is. Um, Obviously, you grew up playing, you know, footy for St. George area, then in Marist and all that sort of stuff. At what age did you realise, hang on, I've actually got a bit of talent to go, I'm going to try and give it a crack? <laughs> look, it's a, it was a bit, it's a bit of a different road for me, I yeah. think. Um, and look, this, I've, I've told the story a few times, but it's no, like, it's no sort of sob story. But I, I didn't really get picked in, the, in many of the teams when I was younger. As in, like, the rep team sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, even through school, mate, I... <laughs> I never played A grade from a school. I played B grade. All my mates were, they were all playing A grade and I was, it hurt me. That, that's, yep. probably, that's one thing I do remember about when I was younger in school. Like I didn't get to play A grade. Cause Did it make you hungrier maybe? That's the pinnacle. Um, look, I, I think for me personally, where I tried to get the edge when I was younger was on the training paddock. Yeah, I know okay. that might sound weird, but. Well, if you was, train hard. Yeah, I was, I was very fit. That's one thing I was. I was, I was skinny. I was fit. They, uh, I used to, yeah, just, just try and, Make the out train them, yeah, well, yeah. pretty much. And so, when I was like Harold Matz, which is under 16s, yep. I played nearly every position seven, six, nine, one. What position 13. did you prefer when I was younger? I, I was, I always felt I was a half, not yep. a half back, probably a five eight to be honest, just yep. just like run on the ball and um, and setting that, up stuff that side of stuff, yeah. But so Harold Matz, SG ball flag. I, I probably got touted with the utility role. Yep. That's, that was sort of my, my role. And you don't really, no one really likes that. No. Because in those teams, you want to you be something. You want to be the star. Yeah, we well, don't want to be on the bench. Yeah, true, true. You don't, especially I feel at that age, there's no real like, they won't put a 14 on the bench to be a utility. Like, no. They're set, they're set, you know, there's a six, there's a seven. And, yeah, gotcha. So I suppose, I, I don't think me, I didn't click in my head, I don't reckon, until I was playing. Um, New South Wales Cup now, which yep. is called Premier League back in the day. Yep. When I just sort of, I, I, I started training with first grade a little bit. Yeah, okay. On and off. Yep. They just, they'd bring me in whenever they needed. And, um, well, first of all, as I said before, I was I was keeping up with them in the training department. That's a good thing. Which is which is a great start. But I, I sort of thought that would be the case, like I said, because I backed myself in that area. But yep. but then, yeah, I, the footy started like, like flowing and, and then... I was a plumber by trade. Okay. So um, I was, yeah, I was, I was plumbing in the daytimes and coming up the back of Belmore here at, at night time to, to train part-time. Yeah. Um, so How was that, managing the, the plumbing and training and stuff? You know what, mate? That's, I could honestly think back, and I reckon that was probably one of the toughest points in my career. Yeah. I know that's a, it's a fair call because, you know, when you're playing second division and stuff, it's and not plumbing as is so labour-intensive as well. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It was. I was like on the tools and then coming here. And sometimes, some days I come here now and yeah, oh, we were like, I got a nine o'clock session and then we got wrestle. And I'm in my head, I'm like, ah, this is this is tough. But then I'm like, mate, you're like, you used when, to flog yourself at yeah. work labouring and then flog yourself again later that day. So <laughs> that was, I think that was a, I, I personally think when a young kid comes through and, he, and, he, and you go through that, it, it definitely gives you a bit of, um, first of all, gratitude because yeah. you, you realise how lucky you are. Yeah. to be able to do what you love every day but it, it, it does toughen you up yeah because you, you you know what hard, real hard work is. you know what it took to get there exactly yeah. so um but then yeah and then the year that the, the year that finally done it was when i so I trained a little bit first and then that, that, that next year um when des come to the club and he sort of said to me you know you're a five eight like yep. that was the first time anyone had ever told me that 
like you're a definite position. Yeah. And I, and I just like that. As I was saying, I had that utility tag. Yeah. I debuted in, in first grade as a hooker. Okay. And then, but then when Des come and said that, mate, it sort of just something in me clicked and. You started training I, for that position. That's when I thought I could probably make a, a good kick of this. Well, I mean, you went on to go in, lead the, more or less lead the dogs to, unfortunately, but to a, two grand finals in three or four years just after starting in the NRL. What were those seasons like? Obviously, we won't talk about the grand finals in particular, but those seasons as a whole, because that was a very successful time for the Bulldogs. What was it like? Yeah, yeah, look, mate. Um, I'll look back at that. At, those periods were probably the... Well, no, sorry. They were the best periods of my my career, and I loved every every minute of it, not only because of the footy was good, but I, the friendships I created. Yeah. I suppose the, the culture that we had here. Um, and, mate... It sort of set me up for the person I am today. Yeah? Um, yeah, on and off the field, you know. Like. Well, 2014, you got the origin win with the Blues. Yeah. And, I mean, as a Queenslander, it's not fun to talk about, <laughs> but you guys broke the dominant streak of Queensland. Yeah, what was that like? Well, he's had enough, mate. <laughs> That's of, fair. But yeah. what was that like as well? Because, again, you had a successful season that year. Unfortunately, again, getting you got to the grand final, mm. won the seri- origin series. What was origin like that year? Oh, mate, so... I don't know. Yeah, so I actually played in Origin the year before off yep. the bench. Okay. So my first ever Origin, I didn't get on. It's funny. I, I was actually just on the radio this morning with Loz, mm-hmm. Laurie Daly, who was my coach. Yep. So he was a, a, that was the first ever year I didn't get on, but that's just how it goes. But then I played off the bench hooker, bit of utility in Origin. But yep. then, yeah, that next year when I got actually picked as the 5'8". Um, you were partnering team. James Maloney, weren't you? Nah, Trent Hodkinson. Trent Hodkinson, yeah. that's right. So we were here at the Maloney was the, other, was the 2018, 2018 series, yeah. that's right. Sorry, continue. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, mate, gee, that's like every childhood dream, right? Yeah. You know, like to be in the in the halves, in the origin and... And winning the origin as well. Yeah, like, it was quite daunting, mate, because... Yeah? because, yeah, like, you know, going into a team when you're... I was only, like, 23, 20... Yeah, maybe 23. Yep. And then you're, like, well, you're the half and you've got to go, go in and tell, like... Paul Gallon and yeah. Jared Hayne and Luke Lewis what to do. Well-established like, players, yeah. yeah. It's, it's actually, you know, well, one it, was, second. it was quite daunting. It's going to pause that real quick, just while the noise is there. Yeah. Oh, good, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so you were trying to tell, like, obviously a young 23-year-old trying to tell Paul Gallon yeah. and Luke Lewis and legends what to do and where to be on the field. Yeah, which was which was hard. Me and Hocko, we both we, we look back at it now and we're like, mate, how did we how did we sort of do that? But <laughs> in saying that, man, we had a yeah, like I was just I honestly just embraced it. I yeah. really did like that that series, I'm not sure if you remember the exact series, but Jared Hayne was just unstoppable. He was, he was, it was insane. That's fair to say he probably <laughs> he probably won it for us. But <laughs> mate, to, you know, when I look back at I've got the jersey up at home and yep. I, there's both teams on it. And the, just the team list, like, yeah. Queensland was stacked, man. They, they were. They, they were stacked. They, they were literally eight in a row and then you guys dismantled it, which was, mm. people were, were thinking, shit, how long is this going to go on for? And you guys managed to do it. And as you said, you had so many experienced players like Gallen and Lewis and you and Hod- Hodko come in mm. and you're like, how are we going to, you know, do the job? Mm. And you managed to do it. Do you think that because there was such a matter of everyone was equal at the Blues? Sort of thing, like there was no one that was bigger than the other at the club. Yeah, that's that's a that's probably a good way to put it. I I actually the, the only way we beat them was we outworked them. Yeah, we absolutely. That them. season, like that Origin series, you absolutely did. Because like in the end, if you look at it on sheer talent, like if you go one number one number one, like yeah, mate, yeah. They, they, they had us covered easy, and all the boys in our team would be happy to say that. But 
Yeah, I think we, it's a bit of a cliche, but we actually just done the little things better, the one percenters. You and did. We hung in and we didn't, we didn't really, you know, and, and they deserved all the respect in the world because of what they'd done. But when we were on that field, we just didn't care who they were, what they'd done. Yeah. And I think there was, there was a lot, mate, you got to think, there was a lot of those guys like Gao, Louis, Farah, they'd lost for a long time. Oh, they, they'd been part of that. Dominant, yeah. like decade of dominance, yeah. So there was a lot of hate there, mate, and a lot of hate and a lot of hunger to win to, it. Exactly, yeah. We had to, we and we had to buy in and embrace that. Yeah, we were, we were told we had to hate them, and but don't get me wrong, you do, you grow you, up, you do, yeah. You, you hate yourself, well, so I hate Queens there, but yep. mate, and just yeah, when we when we actually won that game here at Ains Stadium, man, and we, like it actually just set in. I think again, who the people we done it against? It's yeah. just like man, had. I, I think it because, like, I'm just like, mate, how'd that happen? Like, <laughs> yeah. honestly. So, yeah, mate, yeah. A, a great, one of the best memories in my whole career, man, and I'll yeah. Yeah, cherish it forever. Oh, absolutely, because players go their whole careers without winning a grand final or without, you know, winning an Origin series, and some players hold the Origin higher than grand final. And for you to be able to say that you're an Origin series winning, you know, 5-8 is amazing to say, but... We won't t- talk too much more about that. Um, obviously, you were talking about Des Hasler, and he was like, right, you're a 5'8". What was Des like as a coach in general and the impact he had on you as a player and the person you are today? Yeah, well, from the outside looking in, I think a lot of people get the, get the wrong um, interpretation of Des. And, mate, it was funny. I, what he used to do with the media, and <laughs> he just played games. Oh, mate. he did, yeah. And it was that was just him as a person, and that's just what he liked to do, but... As a coach, for me personally, he he made my career. I think that's what I do. He he just get, it, it's all you need sometimes, like like a little belief from the yeah. coach, sort of thing. It's funny because then you like you hear you see players who are at a club and they get a, they get a start, then they get dropped, and they just can't. But they're good players, and then they go somewhere else and they take off. Yeah, it's just it's funny what a little bit of belief does um, from someone, especially yeah. a coach. Um, and yeah, he. It made it was hard. Don't yeah. get me wrong, man. Like looking at this pitch, I can't tell you how many times I ran up and down with him, <laughs> making me do ridiculous things, and probably one of the hardest. Oh no, definitely one of the hardest training routines, pre-seasons I've ever had to do yep. in that wrestling dojo over there. Torture, but at the same time, his his game plans and what he knew about the game was was unbelievable. Yeah, he. Well, I don't know if like you remember, but that's when that when Des come was when we sort of started playing through the forwards. Yeah. And the likes of James Graham, Craig Pritchard, Sam Cassiano, Greg Eastwood with better skills than all nearly all half halfbacks. So Des just said, Well, why don't we use that? And it was easy for me, me and Trent, because we were just out the back of it a lot. Yeah. We just bang, bang, pass out the back and And they'd do the work. Well, that was when the, the defensive line didn't really know how to defend it because a lot of in naturally back in the day all the halfbacks always had the ball first and yeah. now they go in the line but then yeah it sort of changed so for that 2012 year like no one knew how to defend it yeah. like we Benny Barber scored couldn't tell you how many tries too many yeah so <laughs> innovative is what you could say it was yeah well it was so I think he sort of des started that and look mate he gets a bad knock sometimes because you know I think he's a great coach I mean obviously just from the outside looking yeah. in he's led Manly to two grand final wins three grand final appearances no sorry Two grand final wins leads you guys to two grand final appearances just as a coach, you know. And the Bulldogs were definitely not, they were hit and miss before he got to the mm. dogs. And so he's gone from, you know, mainly to the dogs and done that. Mm. It's a testament to the type of coach that he is, the results, you know, the proofs in the pudding. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And 
a lot of you know some people and like some boys that play with him as well probably don't like it because it is hard work mm. you got to be you got to you know what it is you just got to trust the process yeah you do and and it's cliche but you do yeah and he always says he always used to say that um and it's hard to just trust someone like everyone like man i've got trust issues <laughs> but in do. saying that like yeah he was he was uh he was a different kettle of fish no like no coach i ever had but for me personally um i i still talk to him today yeah. to this day and I just, I'm very thankful yeah, for, for, for giving me the opportunity to be able to you know, achieve what I've achieved today. Oh, absolutely. Um, and obviously after your first time at the Bulldogs, unfortunately you had to say goodbye and went to the Tigers. What was obviously the move like to the Tigers, the difference of, you know, facilities, all that sort of stuff? What was that like? Yeah, it was the hardest decision of my life, mate. Yep. Um, it, was, it was a tough time in my life because I was getting mixed messages from everyone and, you know, there were some people here that were telling me they wanted me to stay, but then, you know, I was hearing that, you know, they wanted me to, you know, move on and they wanted a bit of a change, and that's fine, like. Yep. But when I was a young, like, I would have been you know, maybe 26 then, 20, 25, 26. Yep. It's, it's, you don't want to hear that. Like, no, you don't want to hear, especially, like, because I've, I, I made it quite clear that I wanted to stay here forever. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there was, a, there was sort of talks that, you know, I think they were getting foreign and, and all this, and... You know, like, there was a day where it sort of just hit me and I went, you know what, like... I can't deal with this sort of, um, what's the word, yo-yoing sort of thing? Oh, well, no, it was more or less just realising that it might not be the fairy tale that I want. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. you know, like, and that, and I just had to get my head around that. And But then going back to someone wanting you and backing you, like, I had, like, Ivan Cleary, who was going to be the Tigers coach. Well, I mean, look at what he's done now with Penrith, so... Yeah, like, and he was, you know pretty keen to get me and so that made me feel good and yep and then i'll you know i was possible i was, I was maybe gonna go to sharks i was gonna say was there any other interest other than the tigers uh, i was at flano like that was when he was going yeah um, cole's dad um i was actually it's funny it's a funny story i went to cole's house and had a had a feed with um, yeah with, with, with flano, Sh- Shannon, yeah cole's only like young age <laughs> in the lounge room and, and now you're playing dad. with him i know so <laughs> um but yeah mate like looking back at it now like I wish I never left. That's, yeah. that's just me being honest. Yeah. But at the same time, like that Tigers moves, trust the process sort of thing. Set me up forever. Yep. Financially, and you know, I know it wasn't just about the money, but at the same time, like I'm a realist. Like, footy's like, not going to last forever, as they say. Yeah. And it's but, a nine to five for you. And at the same time, I, I didn't. You know, if they didn't want me here, they didn't want me here. I just had to yep. put my big boy boots on and, and realise that and made, in the end it, it actually made me it, it made me grow up a bit and just think outside the Bulldogs bubble yep because that's all I ever knew and that there was life outside the Bulldogs yeah, sort of thing. yeah. yeah and it's not going to the world's not going to come crashing down yeah. that's how I did feel at the time though yeah um, just because of the bonds that I created here yeah and, of course well you've been literally in the systems from under 16 yeah really to, yeah, yeah. to that point it's the better part of a decade. Yeah. So I absolutely understand that. And then you jetted over to the other side of the world in mm. the UK to Hull. <laughs> First of all, what was it like, the, the atmosphere, the culture difference and the rivalry with Hull KR? <laughs> yeah, mate, it's... Well, I, as soon as I flew over there, well, it was um, COVID. Yeah, wow, so, yeah, so that's I went, right. I literally went straight into a unit in the middle of Hull um, and I couldn't, and I, and I literally couldn't hardly leave. We could only go to training and then go back home. Was this was there the mandatory two weeks thing at the time where you had, like players going over there had to um, no, isolate? It actually wasn't. No, there was no. no isolation then. It was sort of 
the start of, of it was when the it was start getting of it. big. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So England were the first. That was six months because there were still flights over there. That was six months ahead of us. Yep. Pretty much with all that. Yep. Um. So yeah, it was the start of their one, and yeah. So I could only go to train, and I was sort of there by myself, and it was tough, mate. Like, mm. but that's that's just life, man. That's just what happens. But the experience itself, like, am I glad I did it? Yeah, because um, you know, you get to it's, it's a different kettle of fish. And yeah. It's quite challenging, you know, like for me to go over there by myself and, you know, live a new life and be away from my family who I'm so, so close with. And, yep. Um, yeah, like the, I, I, for life and experience, I'm glad I've done it. I yeah. To travel Europe and <laughs> well, yeah, they've, see all that. From the players that I've interviewed over there and stuff that have, you know, started in the NRL and whatnot, they're like, mate, it's literally, you can fly the same amount of time from Sydney to the Gold Coast and be in another country. Yeah. Sort of thing. And that's good too, but then the footy side of things, mate. Like, I just, I just didn't. I think the game was a bit different yep. for me. It just didn't really suit me. It's a little bit slower. Okay. And people would say, like, yeah, as in New South Wales Cup sort of slower, or oh, like an, uh, an in between sort of thing. You can't really compare it, mate. Because yeah. New South Wales Cup style is the same as an NRL style. Okay. Yeah. But like, you go over there and it's it's wet, mate. It's it's the conditions are always different. Um, yeah, it's just a different style. Okay. Mate. But yeah. then, the, 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 but then like. Yeah, our team, we had a good team on paper, but we just couldn't click, and that was frustrating in itself because, like, you know, go over there as a, you know, Marquee a signing. Type signing. Yeah, yeah. you, you want to go well, and, mate, they, they, their fans were pretty passionate too. Well, <laughs> and, I've, I've spoken to some Hull FC and some Hull KR players, and they've all said when the der- when the rivalry, like the derby happens, one of them, like, they've, they were spat on by a, a fan from mm. the other team. I'm like, shit. Yeah, that's, like, an, e- that's an easy day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, that's, that's the one thing I did, I will say, like, that's probably one of the biggest rivalries club footy guys I've been a part of. Yeah, well. Wow. bigger than anything here. Like, us versus South was big, us versus Para was big, but... But it was nothing compared to the whole nah, teams. Nah, man. They, they hate each other. Wow. Like, like, actual hatred. Yeah. Like, I would... Like, I did a couple of times, but there's two sides of Hull. Yeah. East and West Hull. Like, yeah. I wouldn't really go over the east side. Wow. And that's, I know. And vice versa. Yeah. Just because, oh, they could come here because, I don't know, the FC fans aren't as brutal, but okay. KR fans, mate, when you play at Craven Park. Well, one of my PE teachers actually ended up being the SNC oh, over yeah. at Hull KR. Yeah. And when he came back to Australia, I was like, mate, I once made the mistake, never again, went into uh, um, the Hull FC side of areas went into like had to get a thing from the chemist in my whole KR training gear and they were like mate what the fuck are you doing in here sort of mm. thing and he was like oh shit I'm sorry I'm the SNC coach I'm like we'll let you in once sort of thing I'm like Jesus that's crazy that's, a, that's how it is mate and <coughs> it's, it's, it's it's cool to be a part of oh it would be but it, yeah it's pretty it'd be great to get a win on their field as well yeah <laughs> we did, well, I never got to do that oh, we, we, I won a couple at home yep but yeah we, I only got to play there once because I was injured once okay and then um, played there once But yeah we got done So But yeah mate gr- Unbelievable experience That, that derby And yeah something I oh, will we'll remember that Yeah absolutely And obviously You get the call Back end of last year The Bulldogs want you back <laughs> Back at Belmore um, Obviously your training trial There was no promises From mm. what we were led to believe In the media There was no promises And whatnot. But it's What's it like to be back at Belmore <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't say they wanted me back I pretty much begged, begged Gus to come back But Fair enough. Um, yeah, oh, well, that's I mean, just me being honest, mate. Yeah. Like, yeah, I messaged him and said I'd love to come back, and um, but yeah, it was. I always knew it was, it was going to be no, like you know, they're not just going to sign a bloke who hasn't been in the NRL for probably more three years because I didn't really play much at the Tigers yep. before I left. Um, 
And yeah, Gus is a, he's a smart man. He's he's not going to just oh yeah, he played for the Bulldogs. He must he must be still sweet. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, but I'm glad I done it that way. You know, I had to I suppose earn my stripes. Yeah. Again with with this squad because oh, no, it's a totally new squad for you. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. Like the boys, a lot of the boys like you know appreciate what our you know well anyone who's played on the Bulldogs duty what they've done in the past. But yeah. at the same time, it's about this squad and this squad now and what they mean and. Yeah, so mate, I had to come in and, and and work pretty hard, but I'm I'm just so glad how it's panned out. Like, yeah. I just yeah, I got through preseason and mate busted me body and. <laughs> what was that like? The pre? I was actually literally my next question was going to be what's what was the preseason like? Yeah, it's full on, mate. Like compared yeah. to the UK, totally oh, different. It's like you have a cup of teas over there. Well, it's winter to... over there when you're doing it. That's the only thing. Like, it's it is it's different. Yeah. Like, mate. We were in a hole, like we'd run, we, were, we went on these forest runs and it was yeah. on ice. So that's like mentally like cold and draining and you're like, mate, like when I'm there, I'm thinking, mate, I'd give anything to be on a, on on a, a fast, hot day. On a fast track and running and, but then I come here. You're like, you'll give anything to be I'm back. like, oh mate, this is, <laughs> it's so much faster and you've got to be fitter. So yeah, very different types of pre-season, but yeah, I pushed my body to the brink, mate. I'll be honest. Well, you, you managed to earn a top a spot in the top thirty, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was. I remember seeing the footage on Instagram and all that of like when you were told it with the club and all that you were going to be in the top thirty. What was that like? Yeah, it was good, man. It was like the first time I ever got told was literally in the middle out there when we just had an opposed session against each other, and mm-hmm. Ciro and Gus come up to me and said, um, "Well, Gus said, oh." The coach wants you in the top 30 and it sort of took me by surprise i thought they were just going to say like how i'm going or whatever yeah yeah like a review a, performance yeah. thing and then um i was like are you serious and <laughs> he's like yeah mate so yeah i had a, yeah it was cool man like i had it right in the middle there i i played grand finals on him when i was a young kid and won grand finals and played all my junior and, and then i got told then that i might be able to wear a bulldog jersey again so that's amazing cool moment mate and then yeah the then the boys got told and yeah, I love the. It's it's such a cool group to be a part of because like you got you got young guys, seventeen, eighteen, who used to support the Bulldogs like when I was playing. And yeah, mate, yeah. like it, it's it's a really cool and rewarding experience to, to sort of be a part of that. But at the same time, I suppose I want to add my my worth to the team too, and yeah, and try and have some sort of input. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of your teammates, I want a little bit of a fun question. Who's the funniest teammate or like the biggest pest sort of thing? Or if they're two different players, who's the funniest and who's the pest? Um, I'm going to have to say pest is Reedy, Reed Mahoney. He's, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's always just doing weird stuff, like <laughs> grabbing me. You know what he is? Very handsy. Oh, uh, like, okay. Like he does the whole neck thing and oh, shit? Oh, but he's just like, he's very heavy-handed. Like he'll, he'll grab your neck and you move and he'll come and like bite your ear. Sounds a bit weird. But it does, yeah. but I get it. <laughs> but, he, but he's a legend. He's one of the great. I've get, we get on really well. Yep. Um, funniest? Uh, it's got to be Josh with his laugh. Surely. Oh yeah, he's the foxes, mate. I, he's, he's, I've never heard anyone laugh at things so much. But the thing is, it's not even fake. It's actually genuine. Yeah, just laughs at everything, mate. He's, he's really good uh, to have around the club. The fox, he's got great energy, and yeah, he's, um, he's a guy that I like, you know, being around because he, he makes you the happy, vibe he makes sort you of laugh. Thing. Yeah, yeah, nice. Who controls the speaker at like you know in the in the sheds? Fox. Yeah, yeah. He, he, what music does he play, oh, mate? He, so I don't know how many he got about. Four or five speakers off JBL. Because he's Josh Adekar. Because he's Josh Adekar and he gets whatever he wants, I suppose. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a. There was actually a bit of a thing in the gym, so it was called the 
400 club or was it 300 so you had to do like bench squat as uh, in 300 reps sort of nah, thing nah like so it had to add up to 300 oh, and then okay. you got to control the music okay so you had to do a 150 150 bench with a 150 squat or yep. 170 or 130 and not many boys could get it at the start only one of the boys um, who was that who was it who was in control early I think it was Paul Alamotti. Oh, wow, okay. Young fella, yeah. yeah. Fresh out of school, 18, just throwing his weight around. But before that, it was actually Josh Jackson. Oh, wow. Because he, he was obviously in the coaching staff now. And, yeah, there was some there was some, some concern about his music because he was just country the whole time. Oh, I don't mind it, mate. But, yeah. yeah, there was a bit of a bit of backlash from the boys. So, But then a few more boys got in the, the club. So, it ended yeah. up being all right. <laughs> and what's on your, like, game day pump-up playlist sort of thing? Ah. <sighs> Mate, I'm I'm very boring with my music to be honest. Okay. I like like Spotify. I've got my re- recently like played and stuff. And yep. I, you just stick I just, with that. I just whack them on and I yeah. I don't really have much pump up. Like yep. there's a lot these days in the, in, the, in the sheds. Though, the music's blaring of, of the speakers anyway. Yeah, so you don't even have to have your headphones that, in. It's that's just, true. Yeah. Yeah. So a bit boring like that. Sorry, mate. No, that's all good. Not boring at all. Um, so we've got some uh, quick fire questions. First one is Apple or Android. Apple. Oh, absolutely. Um, how do you like your steak? Uh, medium rare. Yes, absolutely. If you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? Um, oh, that's a good one. I don't know. Maybe like, like fly or something. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Or like, a, I don't know this is a weird one, but be a fly on the wall. Yeah. I always think I'd love to be in some situations. Yeah, like in, in a room yeah. or in a yeah, no, know, so invisibility a really power, would, would be able to like do Ant-Man, that. I guess. He, yeah, he, he can. He just shrinks down. And... Yeah, you can just be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's a great idea. Jeez, no one's actually said that before. Yeah. So that's a great one. Um, Apple Android. Uh, what's your favourite movie of all time? Uh, remember the Titans. Great film. Great movie. Such a good film. Yeah. Um, and second, I probably very cliche, but cracker. Oh, cliche, but mate, it's you when your life is sport and sport is life. Um. Super, uh, what's your, I was just about to say what's your favourite music but we've covered that um, how is Cameron Seraldo like as a coach um, very detailed yeah yeah yeah. that's probably the one that's the one if I had to explain him um, it, it's very detailed he, I've never seen defence broken down so much wow just yeah it's, it's actually quite I, I've said it before I wish I was a like young 17 year old kid coming through now just under with Seraldo yeah yeah just because like I just if you, it's it's just like any habit, right? If you get in good habits early, yeah, it'll, it'll set you up. It'll set you up, and but the one thing I he just he just gets it as well. Like he gets the 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 group we've got. He he celebrates little little things like yep. a lot of the, things that you just don't coaches wouldn't usually celebrate. Like, gotcha. He really like you've done a PB and he'll celebrate that. Sort yeah, of thing. or just I don't know like. Like that, that dogs thing that when I got doing the top thirty, like yeah, he made the video and just really thoughtful, mate. So yeah, yeah, he, he's he's good, mate. He, he definitely gets it. That's awesome to hear. I uh, just got a few more questions for you before we wrap things up. First one is, who has been the biggest influence on the person you are today? Uh, well, I'll go. I'll stay away from footy, mate. Yep. Definitely my mum. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, mum's a great, quite a special person, man. Like had to endure a lot when we were growing up and just I've always yeah, tried to aspire to be like her because she's probably the most hard working person I've ever seen yeah 
um, very caring as well, and just just constantly put me and my brother first in yeah. our lives, mate. So yeah, she's uh, she's my hero, mate. She's she's everything I've ever ever want my you know wife, or daughter, or anyone to be, mate. She's, yeah, she's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Absolutely agree. My mum 100% agreed with that. Um, what's something that not a lot of people know about you? Could be a hidden talent or something like that. Um, shit, I don't know, man. <laughs> I haven't got... I think everyone knows everything about me because I've been in the media for how many have we been Yeah, in that, that's true. I don't, well, I, I, a lot of people might, but not everyone probably knows I'm a plumber by trade. Like no, I've, that's I've true. Got my, I didn't know I've that. Got my, I've got my ticket. Yeah. To, so, yeah, if I wanted to hang the boots up right now... And I put could, on I, some steel caps? Probably wouldn't do it, to be honest, <laughs> but... Fair. Yeah, my apprenticeship was, was pretty gruelling, but yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a plumber by trade. Yeah, mm. yeah, nice. Um, I think that's... A, actually, there's two more questions. Um, actually, no, I've already asked what's it mean to you to be back at Belmore. Uh, so the last question is, what's next for Josh Reynolds? Uh, yeah, good question, mate. Like, I'm just... Obviously got the contract for this year and excited with that, so I'm, I'm honestly just trying to enjoy it. I don't want to think into the future too much. Yeah. I'm just going to see how my body goes. Yep. That's that's the main thing for me. It's not it's not it's not my passion for the game or it's how long your body wants to go it. until it tells you no more. And that's and that's literally it, mate. Uh, How's I'm, it going so far at the moment? Mate? Yeah, it's it, it has a day it has its days, mate. Yep. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just be honest. Um, it, I wish it was easy sailing, but that's just when you get a bit older and the niggles hang around a bit more and you get more niggles. But that's just that's just life and. I'm still enjoying it, and yep. mate, I'm setting up little things off the field for when I do finish, yep. um, which is exciting as well. I'm actually excited about whatever my next chapter is going to be, and I'm, I'm getting married next year. So well, congratulations on that. Yeah, heaps, mate. There's heaps going on, mate, and yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see what the future holds, but for now, I'm just enjoying being here in, yeah. in bright, sunny Belmore. Oh, sweet. And I'll wrap this up by saying, first of all, thank you very much for joining me. And second of all, I'll get you on whenever your retirement does happen. I'll get you on a few months post-retirement. We can talk about, you know, your next chapter and how it's all going. Yeah, mate. Sounds good, man. Beautiful. Perfect.